Welcome to Twin Friend Convos with Jam and Anna. Join us as we discuss real-life issues from two different perspectives. Go grab your favorite snack and drink and let's hang out. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Twin Friend Convos. Um, I hope y'all enjoy part one of Crystal McKnight's story. And we are coming to the ending of her story, but we have a few more things to talk about. Um, and yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed that part and we're going to continue with the conversation. I believe Crystal that, um, you left off where he had his first surgery at Vanderbilt. Yep. Yep. All right. So, um, he had the first surgery at Vanderbilt with the G tube in the Nissen. Um, and while they were in there, the, the surgeons were in there, they were like, well, you know what? We had um, ENT, ear, nose, and throat doctor come in and, and scope Nori while we were already ha- while we already had him under, and we see why he's having that noisy breathing. The noisy breathing is called laryngomalacia, and um, that's exactly what it means: noisy breathing um, or floppy airway. And they were like, "Well, he has a cyst on the base of his tongue," oh. and I'm like, "Wait a minute, what are you talking about? No." So um, the the surgeon came out and was like, hey, I can fix this in, you know, next week oh. or tomorrow. And we're like, wait a minute. We don't even know what you're talking about. So he, he brought pictures and he showed us and he's like, this is exactly what it is that's causing him to have the noisy breathing. I'm going to shave it down or essentially burn it off, shave it down, burn it off. And he won't have the noisy breathing anymore. Wait, wait, wait. I got a question. <laughs> What does this cyst look like on this tongue? Oh, what what is it? Was it really big or was it kind of like clear? It looked like a marble, like a white marble. Okay. Why are you looking like that? Because I asked that because I have a, a soon to be one year old and uh-huh. um, he's had this little bitty cyst on his tongue, at the tip of his tongue since he was born. This has not caused anything weird, but I do notice sometimes he breathes a little, like you can hear it, but it yeah. doesn't like, it's nothing crazy like that. He doesn't project out throw up or actually he eats a lot. Like he's chunky, but, um, but yeah, his doctor <laughs> said that like, if it hasn't gone down then she's gonna schedule him to get that taken off, oh. but it's not anything humongous. And I feel like it's gone down a little bit and it's not, like super noticeable but like it just like you when you said it i'm like wait a minute <laughs> that sounds too familiar yeah so you're talking about the tip of his tongue Nori's is, was at the base of his tongue the base the okay very back, okay where okay. you couldn't even see like if he hadn't scoped him we would have never known but yeah i would definitely um follow up with I guess it would be ear, nose, and yeah. throat that would take care of your Yeah, son. she's, um, she actually, he's got his one year, he's turning one this month, and so she actually did say, like, it's not concerning, because it's not anywhere concerning, I guess, kind of like, your, your baby had it in the back, his is at the tip, mm-hmm. and so yeah. it doesn't really hurt, it doesn't hurt him or anything like that, it's just there, it's not big at all, and yeah. so she was just like, you know, if it's causing any problem, or it doesn't go down, then she will have us, you know, referred to Vanderbilt and then have them mm-hmm. kind of just take it off, which would be a quick one, I guess a quick surgery or a quick like yeah. in and out type thing. So 
And I will say about Vanderbilt, I was really apprehensive about going there because I'm like, I don't want students and residents touching my baby. Yeah. But in the big scheme of things, they're a research hospital mm-hmm. and they always will have an attending there. And I know this. I know this for a fact. I work in healthcare. I've worked in healthcare since 2008. So when it's your child or your loved one, you're automatically like, nope, I don't want that. I want the absolute best. Mm -hmm. And they at Vanderbilt gave us the absolute best, the residents, the fellows, the attendings, whatever. So, um, anywho, we, we, they, they ended up doing both of the surgeries, um, removing the cyst, the G-tube, slash Nissen. We, Philip and I had to do some classes before we could discharge. So we had to learn how to feed Nori, first of all, um, orally. Then we had to learn how to feed him through his G-tube. So that was scary. For me, I was just like, oh, I ain't doing that. But I didn't have a choice. In my head, I'm like, no, that's too much. I'm not doing that. Just learning how to change the G-tube every month. And so that added on a whole layer of stress. Mm -hmm. And I've heard you all say, you know, you can tell somebody, hey, this is scary for me. But unless they've been in your shoes, Mm -hmm. they will never understand. So Mm -hmm. me just telling Joe Blow, my neighbor, like, this is really scary. She, he or she wouldn't understand unless they've had a baby in the NICU that is medically complex. Mm-hmm. So we we essentially suffered, not suffered, but we were we were stressed and didn't really know how we could relate to some of our friends and family because they were just like, "Well, I'll be praying for you. Prayer is awesome. <laughs> it's but great, but I'm going to say, yeah, like I I believe in prayer definitely. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the thick of it, mm-hmm. sometimes that's not the first thing you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Just transparent moment. I yeah. love Jesus. Same, same. Hey, <laughs> I love Jesus yeah. too. But like when you are, like you said, when you're in the thick of it, sometimes you want to hear something else. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like mm-hmm. you need to, you need somebody that's been there mm-hmm. to help yeah. you. And, you know, when I was going through the thick of it, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. Or just a listening ear. Like mm-hmm. not just, just listen. Yeah. A listening just ear listen. that doesn't care how many times you repeat what you're going through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean that's a form of grief. You gotta leave your baby, you know. Absolutely. Like yeah. and that was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, like y'all, I was like, I don't know how to hold him. Like yeah. I'm gonna hurt him. Mm-hmm. And you know, the nurse is like, listen, he's your baby. We're not coming home with you. So you gonna have to figure this out. So we we figured it out. And I will say again about Dr. Johnson. I um I appreciate the fact that although he was just at the time he was just the on call pediatrician, but he was he called me one day and was like, Look, I'm just gonna be your baby's pediatrician because I'm invested <laughs> at this point. Yes, yeah, so I was like, Oh, talk to me like that. I'm busy. <laughs> so he 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 did he did that and he would call me about every other day to check in because he would have already called Vanderbilt and Centennial to figure out what's going on and will call me and break it down. Oh, that is a wonderful doctor. Yes. That is wow. wonderful. 
when I tell you, like, this man was like, hey, you got my number, call me or text me. And the days that he had surgery, um, he, Dr. Johnson would call before surgery, have prayer with us. He would call in the middle of the day whenever he got a break to check in and then at night to check in. Even my pastor, you know, shout out to the Temple Church, Pastor Jerome Wright will call and, you know, throughout Lori's stay, not just when he had surgery and just like, hey, I'm just calling to check in. So you need those, that team of people, yes. not just clinicians, mm -hmm. but a good team of a, a village yeah. to, to say, hey, we thinking of you, we praying for you. What's going on? What mm -hmm. can I do for you? Mm -hmm. So, um, brought nori home nori has the feeding tube uh, till last july like the day before his birthday is the last time he used that feeding tube okay and how long was his stay in the nicu uh it was from july 28th through september 14th so okay. almost two months okay that's a long time oh yeah a um, long time no so, like, I know that you dealt with postpartum with your first. Were yep. you terrified going into learning that you were pregnant, that you would have the same experience? And then also, did it trigger, like, did you have postpartum or did it trigger postpartum when you were going through the NICU? So, um, yeah, so when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, okay. I've already had postpartum depression. What can we do differently? So I talked mm -hmm. my husband into getting a postpartum doula. Mm -hmm. um, and that didn't work out, but I was grateful that we had the experience. She came for like a week and a half. Um, so we had that and I was able to just be open about my feelings okay. and I still took so long. Mm -hmm. So through the stay, it triggered postpartum a little bit because I'm like, I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. I feel like all I'm doing is driving and pumping, pumping yeah. and driving. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't until Nori discharged from the hospital um, that October 2020, I was at the pediatrician and I'm just like, kind of weepy and the pediatrician was like what's going on and I was like nothing he's like no what is it big black man like what is it what's wrong with you <laughs> and I'm like I don't want to do it anymore he's like do what what are you talking about and I was like I don't want to pump anymore I don't want to breastfeed anymore I don't want to pump and y'all he was just like okay stop what and you like, what? like what? yeah that's not an option right I was like wait what do you mean he was like stop and people Just need stop. to know, like, breastfeeding is great, but formula is great, too. Because <laughs> yes, they, I feel wow. like they push it so much, especially in the NICU. They push breastfeeding so much. Yeah. And just yeah. imagine the fact of trying to breastfeed and can't. That's what I was dealing with. I pumped yeah. for six weeks. And when I say what I got was not, that was an emotional and triggering for me. Like, I feel like I wasn't giving my baby what my baby needed. Like, yeah. It's, and yeah, like she said, they they constantly but it's tiring because you got to get up and drive, mm -hmm. and you know you got to remember to pump. And whenever yeah. I was in the NICU, I wasn't worried about pumping; I was leaking everywhere. <laughs> but because you know they say your baby's closer, so your body's like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. you know. But I didn't care. Like I was like, I'm gonna pump in the car. I'm gonna pump when I get back home. I'm gonna spend mm -hmm. time with my baby today. Um, yeah. yeah. And so doing that, that's hard pumping and not having your baby. 
is hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. But people yeah, need to know. Too. I feel like they push breastfeeding so much mm-hmm. and they say, Well, your baby will be smarter and all these like yeah. that sayings, but the, ba- yeah. the baby is gonna be smart. Yeah, the baby will be smart on formula. Yeah. You know, yeah. And you know, I don't think that anyone ever stopped to ask me if that's what I really wanted to do. See. Do you want to do this? Do you want to pump? But Dr. Johnson, and at the time, I will say, um, we were, I was using formula and breast milk because Lori needed the extra calories. Okay. So, so I was mixing, but I was still having to pump because my body wasn't going to just let me shut it off. Mm -hmm. So I still felt like I needed to do it. I had to do it until he was just like, stop. He's like, do you have any saved up? And I was like, yeah, I got like three months saved up. He's like, okay, stop. Mm-hmm. And I did. When I walked out that office, I think I hugged him. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. You just freed me. <laughs> and it, it wasn't like a free, like, you know, it, it wasn't like a, an emotional No, it's a relief. It's a relief when you get told you don't have to do that anymore. Especially when you came into the pregnancy and already had your mind set up with this pregnancy. That's not what you were going to do. So from drunk, you know, your whole plan had already been changed. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so that happened. And then, um, Nori, even today he is two, he'll be three in July. And I think he goes to timeout like every day. (laughs) And he doesn't mind and um he's a sweet little boy and real quick when i went back to work in november 2020 by march i was like okay i can't work with two little kids here he's gonna have to go to school y'all we were rejected by school because he had a feeding tube what yeah that crushed me and you know the pediatrician again he's like uncle god daddy doctor like he is with me on mm-hmm. all levels and so i'm like i want already to go to school and blah 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 he's like okay well these are the things we're going to look for you have to be straightforward with them about this y'all the feeding tube we just would feed him on the pump at night okay so calling the schools well, i'm just like hey i have a son you know he has a, a g2 which is just like a little button in his stomach you don't have to do anything for him mm-hmm. just treat him like a boy a normal boy mm-hmm nope this one school was like okay bring them in we'll you know we'll we will we like to meet him the pediatrician was like let them see it let them touch it just so they'll know there's nothing wrong yeah and the school we i was about to take nori out of his carrier and they were like yeah no that's not gonna work wow. the teachers feel like it's too much of a liability when i tell y'all i cried for like a day yes and to have and then it wasn't until I went to my hairdresser, and I think you know her name is Lakeitra Leslie. They call her my Chase. cousin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, I just went to the hairdresser one day, y'all, and I'm boohoo crying. And she's like, oh, well, let me call one of my clients real quick. She's the director over here mm-hmm. and tell her what's going on. Y'all, this lady was like, okay, what's the problem? I don't get it. I was like, what? Like, no, no, she has a, and she's like, okay, we don't have to do anything for it? I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Y'all, he's been at that school since last March. Oh, like, that March sounds like a good school. What school is that? <laughs> what she said? She said, what school was that? You better put your kids in daycare. <laughs> Girl, you know I'm going to yeah, school look, in January. Oh, you are. Shout out to the Academy of Gateway. Like, okay. Y'all, okay. The lady was just like, I don't, what, what's the problem? 
And that made me cry even more because I'm like, you mean? And she's like, we don't have to do nothing for it. If it comes, if the G2 comes out, because it's just like a balloon inside. If it comes out, then just call you. And if you can't get here in 30 minutes, just call 911. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we would do for any other child that hurt themselves. Yeah. All the parents. The street to the and if the parent mm-hmm. can't come, call 911. Or if it warrants 911, call 911. Yeah. So that's amazing. And yeah, it's important to coming out of NICU to have great pediatricians. And I'm so glad that you found a great one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because like, yeah. you can find all kinds of doctors, but good ones are hard to come by sometimes. And oh, absolutely. I'm definitely, so, yeah, I'm definitely thankful that you had him while you were going through the NICU because that's mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Oh yeah. Oh yes. So that's that's little Nori's story. Since then, Nori is a big brother and with this baby, with this pregnancy, when I tell y'all I went into um the hospital in labor and was like, Hey, my name is Crystal McKnight, gave him my date of birth. I was like, and I'm not breastfeeding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, Y'all, yes. I told everybody I could see like even the EVS, the 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 janitorial staff. I'm like, hey, I'm not breastfeeding. <laughs> Y'all, I, I didn't care. I was yeah. like, no, everybody I know. got to know I'm not breastfeeding and I have it. And this has been the best experience See, ever. I literally said the same thing after I was pumping with uh, Callaway. I wouldn't, I wouldn't breastfeed. Mm-hmm. And you breastfeed all the No, the third I baby. didn't. Formula okay. all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, where's this formula been on my life? Yeah, I know. Awesome. It's just so much easier. And I can wake my husband up and be like, hey, he's he, he needs a bottle. You know. He's hungry. He's hungry. <laughs> Oh, wow. So yeah. I'm like, it sounds like you had a great support team of doctors once you got to Vanderbilt and yeah. once you found your pediatrician or he found you because he told you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm about to be y'all's doctor. I'm like, I'm the doctor now. Okay, sir, talk to me like that. We good. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I would have had a pediatrician doing that, that would have probably made it a lot easier. Talk to this. I would have been like, can you talk to these uh, doctors up here? Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. like, like especially you, Anna, when you're dealing with. It's a lot of advocating for ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. At one point we even threatened to transfer hospitals. We're like, we're going to Vanderbilt. And then, yeah, they called a, called a meeting on us. We're like, we, please don't take oh, wow. him away. Yeah, please don't take him away. We promise you, you know, da, 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 we don't feel like you're going to get the care that, you know, Xander would not get the care that we do here and da, 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 da and yeah. Or we like, well, you oh. said you done, un, you, well, Laura came to talk y'all. Um, you said you've done all you can do. We're like, okay, we'll go somewhere else and see what they got to say. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's about 15 people in one room. In that little chapel. In that little chapel, fifteen people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's an amazing story. I will say I didn't have a pediatrician, obviously, while I was going through because he was straight up, you know, one pound three ounces and in there for four months. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming out, you know, all my kids had the same doctors and I didn't you know, I was kind of nervous because I didn't know my if my pediatrician would even have any kind of experience. Obviously, she probably did. She's been a doctor for a long time. But yeah. I was super thankful that she put Callaway as a priority. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah. like the whole time he was still on oxygen, you know, um, for about five months, um, she always was like, or even till now, she was always like, here, you know, make sure when you call, if they try to tell you, I don't have anything, this is the person you need to ask for. This is this person's going to be my assistant for y'all. And then if, you know, if they tell you, no, you can't get in, then she needs to come and tell me and we'll get you in. And she was mm-hmm. so good like that. So that's important to have mm-hmm. a pediatrician that is just like, no, you're the priority. Yeah. I'll make she- this work. She made as a priority. A doctor, period, that makes you feel mm-hmm. like you're the priority. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and that whole, you know, Tennessee Pediatrics actually is right beside your daycare. Um, there is, yes. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Libby Long, she's amazing. Um, so, sounds like some very good pediatricians are out here in Murfreesboro. So. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm grateful. I'm even just with Dr. Johnson when I found out I was pregnant this last time. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm pregnant, and I'm really afraid, or I'm really nervous that, you know, what Nori had may, you know, it may happen again because what they're what they told me was with Nori's condition, it developed at 12 weeks um, okay. in utero, and so I'm like, well, somebody should have called it, but they wouldn't have ever called it, and so. Dr. Johnson was like, okay, well, I have a buddy. Um, what's your name? I mean, what's your date of birth? I'm going to go reach out to him and let him know that you're going to come see him. Oh, okay. So he set me up with a new OBGYN up here in Murfreesboro, Kelly Williams. And um, he took good care of me. He knew Lori's story as soon as I got there. And the first thing he told me was, hey, what happened with your son is not your fault. Y'all, mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but hearing that, Every time I heard it, made me just cry. Like, it's not my fault. Are you sure? So. Oh, I know how that is. My doctor told me the same thing. Mm -hmm. Because my body, you know, I literally, well, you know, as a mother, when your body, you feel like your body failed you. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like, wow, you know, it was my body. The reason why my baby went through this. Like, why? It happened. I know my doctor had to keep telling me, like. And that's when I knew I had to go back to therapy. I had to go to therapy, get on medication. And he was telling me, he's like, Janelia, like, there's nothing you could have done yep. to prevent this. If anything, maybe I could have done something. And I was thankful to hear those words. Okay, okay. So this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is really not my fault. And um, actually, they I think they work together. My doctor is Dr. Gregory Taylor. Um, and they're in, I think they're in the same office. At MMC? Yeah, at MMC. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he like he told me the same thing but as mothers of NICU babies you need to hear that because mm-hmm. we Absolutely. even though we have different situations we need to know wait it's not our fault mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah because I'm like wait was it the the baby aspirin that I took every day or was it you know everything you can get in your hair so why were you see? taking the baby aspirin every day because I had the history of high blood pressure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. they were telling me if I was to ever get pregnant again, that I would have to take a baby aspirin every day for that would help with preeclampsia. That's what they had told me. They made me take it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they used to stop so, it at like 32. Now they make you take it up until you deliver. Oh, okay. Yeah. So with this last pregnancy, that is exactly what happened at 32 weeks. I had to start taking the blood pressure medicine. I'm not blood, excuse me, baby aspirin because my blood pressure just started getting crazy. Okay. So just like y'all, two weeks after delivery this year, 
I started having these headaches and I'm texting my girlfriend. I'm like, girl, I got a headache. And she's like, you need to call your doctor. Dr. Williams nurse was like, yes, he wants to see you right now. I ended up having postpartum preeclampsia and I had to go into the hospital for a few days and had the terrible magnesium. Um, It was awful. So again, it was swelling or anything or just a headache. Huh? Any swelling or anything or just a headache and a crazy it blood pressure? Just, it was just a headache and okay. I felt fine. It was just the headache. I was like, oh man, my head is hurting. Well, I have history of headaches. Okay. I have chronic headaches. So I'm just like, no. But my girlfriend was like, no, you need to go to the doctor. I'm so, so glad you did. I that is a, a key word for, you know, obese, headache. Yeah. And so as soon as I said that, they're like, no, you need to be on your way. I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, so glad, glad that they took it serious and knew because <laughs> I had that with my first, you know, baby. She, I had a normal pregnancy, and like I mentioned one episode at one of the episodes, um, they it wasn't called, um, and so I ended up having toxemia, which is what you had, like you know, mm-hmm. um, and ended up going into seizures and headache, all kinds of stuff. Because the hospital sent her home, see, and the doctor didn't catch it. <laughs> So like, um, so I'm very thankful you had got it got called and your yeah. friend encouraged yeah. you to call. So sure. So yeah, that that's my little story about all my my three little pigs. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and no postpartum depression this time. You know, I, awesome. I for that. Yeah, I had a this time. I was like, okay, the postpartum doula didn't work out that's okay uh-huh. what can we do different this time and we hired somebody to come in i had the baby on tuesday this lady started coming in her name is mimi she started coming into our home that following monday okay for six hours a day up until august 1st and now her mom watches nevin every single day Same. so because i already had a plan in place to alleviate stress with having a newborn, two kids, and a husband in the house, and blah blah blah, I, it, I, I was able to protect myself. And it shows you how so. the pregnancy was totally different. Like you had three totally different experiences. Yes, yes, and I'm grateful for all of them. They were hard, yeah. but I'm grateful. Same, same. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the main points that I took from the last one too is also advocating for yourself make sure you always advocate for yourself you know what's best for you we each mm-hmm. know what's best for mm-hmm. us don't ever feel pressured to do something that you're not comfortable with doing yep I agree. and if you don't understand something the doctors are saying mm-hmm. say hey slow down yeah. break it down for break it, it down yeah. Like my mama say sometimes, break it down to me like I'm two. I'm like, ma, she's like, no. She's like, I want you break it down to me like I'm two. So I fully understand. I'm like, okay, Michelle. <laughs> I'm, it's Michelle, I'm going to have to use that Yeah, one. she'll say that in a minute. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so, so much again for, you know, taking time out of Thank your day. You. Out of your busy day and away from your family. <laughs> Y'all are look, y'all are welcome. It's bedtime. Oh yeah, yeah. I am I am honored that you all allowed me to share Nori's story. He's our little miracle baby. So I appreciate that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Again, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Please come back. 
and listen to next week. See ya. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Twin Friend Convos with Jam and Anna. We hope you were encouraged while listening and had fun hanging out. Let's hang out again soon on our next episode.